Welcome to an exciting episode of the Super Marcado Brothers Video Game Music Podcast. But, minus the brothers today, the brothers themselves actually asked myself and my brother to guest host. My name is Modal Module, a.k.a. Stefan Seguin. And I am Captain Shred, a.k.a. Shredster Josh Seguin. We have uh, hijacked the Bros podcast and replacing it with another set of bros. So this is going to be pretty cool. Yeah. And they asked us to pick a game to uh, highlight. And the game that I realized they had played only one track of ever on the entire podcast that happens to be one of my brother and I's favorites, not only as a game, but also, and actually especially probably the music, is Ranger X. Um, for the Sega Genesis, and the composer, who is the sole composer for the entire game, is Yoshinobu Hiraiwa. Hiraiwa hasn't done a whole lot of soundtracks. Um, He did something from Ultraman in 96, but other than that, as far as games, I think this was the only game he composed. But um, yeah, we just totally fell in love with it. This was a bargain bin purchase at I think it was like KB Toys or something back in 1994 and uh, I just thought the cover looked really cool you know begged the mom like hey can you please get this for me and uh, we we got it and the game is is actually really fun it's a great game so some really cool sounds um, they really flex the uh, the old FM chip for this one so yeah why don't we uh, why don't we get into it Yes, let's. Um, So we have a selection of technically 11 tracks, including the intro, um, which the intro is called opening theme. Um, Simply put, it's the like cut scene at the beginning before you get into the actual menu to start the game. Really cool scene, actually, visually, uh, some planes flying around and stuff. Some vectors. Oh, yeah. We should clarify the game itself is is a like a side scrolling platformer action game, you know, shooter, but you're a, a mech. And uh, apparently you're huge because there's actually scenes where there's humans and they're like the size of your toe. Um, So that's kind of a funny, you know, just concept. Um, But then also uh, X-Up is your like sidekick, which is like, I don't know, like a little, almost looks like a little pterodactyl looking dog thing. Well, well, he's your motorcycle. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And you can ride around on him or you can connect with him and you kind of merge together. Yeah. yeah. Really advanced gameplay for sure for Genesis. Because I mean, not only are you a jumper and a shooter, but then you have this thing that's constantly following you that you can literally ride on top of or go inside of. And then when you're inside of it, then you actually can jump around and shoot as it so it's like a lot of different things that they're kind of throwing together but all that to say incredibly difficult game (laughs) it's pretty hard yeah it's pretty hard but anyway yeah we digress um opening theme after that is mission objective which is just a quick little uh cinematic showing the mission objective in it in a very vague way it kind of reminds me of star fox it's like a lot of those like line art without really giving you much information but anyway the point is that it's a really cool vibe and i think it's a good kind of way of uh warming us up into the epicness that we're about to uh embark upon so yeah yes sir let's do it yes
Okay. So that was Mission Objective, again, by Yoshinobu Hiraiwa for Ranger X for the Genesis. Yes, I am now in a deep meditative state thanks to that. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, super, super calm. Really interesting, like, harmony in general. And I think it's really just kind of parallel motion of the exact same chord. Um, at least that's what it sounds like to my ear. But yeah, that the tone is really cool because FM generally has a really harsh sort of, you know, bitey sound, but there is a way to make it calm and just kind of bring in that modulation just a little bit to give it that kind of tasteful sound. Uh, Josh, didn't you use this uh, for a soundtrack that you composed? Yes, I did. And I found that they had actually used, I think, about six channels of slightly different sounds and um, and use them all like mixed together to get that sort of full padded sound. Ah, gotcha. Um, I, I only used a couple of them at once and it sounded completely different. But yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay, sorry. To clarify, we ripped the sound itself. We didn't use like the game's song or anything. It Shout was out to Chip Synth. Yes, Chips and MD for the win. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, but yeah, it's time to kind of get into the rock, I think. Yes, sir. Yeah. That so, sounds like fun. Heck yeah. So the next one is Stage 1-1, one, one, which is literally what happens right after that cinematic in the game. Um, it is also called Desert, as it is a desert area, and it's going to kick some butt, so get ready. <laughs> about ear candy <laughs> seriously and now i finally understand what carl was talking about with a lot of tr soundtracks where headphones give you a whole different perspective on the stereo panning and stuff mm -hmm. so much really cool panning happening uh between like the little background stuff the arps and the and the pulse channels and stuff like that um but even like the drums for example the toms there yeah. was like a hard pan high tom and then a hard pan floor tom something like that but yeah really really cool yeah plus that kick-ass bass line oh yeah I mean, he he's just not messing around. All the bass lines pretty much throughout the entire game yeah. are just really heavy hitting. And it's just that showcasing of the Genesis, you know, chip. It's it's great. So it's, it's that balance, too, of the groove, which is the bass line, the drums, you know, even the backing guitar riff, let's say. But then it, there, there almost always is a solid melody, too. Yeah, yeah. And that's something that, you know, kind of a lot of composers, I feel like, kind of go one way or the other as far as their focal point. I really feel like he definitely found a balance between the two, and it's just it's just rad music. Yeah, great opener. Yeah. So we're jumping straight to the next... Uh, uh, well, we're jumping straight to the boss theme, which isn't the very next area. There's actually... Uh, I think it's between two and three kind of 
stages before you get to a boss? Is that is that what it is? Um, no, I believe there is a boss pretty soon. Oh, right that's after right. The there is a boss. Level. That's yeah. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But either either way, they're they're kind of broken up. Stage one, one. Stage one, two. Stage, you know, that kind of thing. So there's like, I guess you could say almost like stage bosses, and then like the actual area boss before it gets to the next um sure. area yeah, yeah. kind of kind of confusing but either way this is the kind of generic boss theme which of course you know you can expect is going to be pretty pumping God, it's so good. Yeah, that's really fun. I like how no matter what, it seems like all boss themes have to be some very odd time signature. Yeah. You know, like yeah. to be a good boss theme, it's got to be odd times. I think that is something like 5-8 with a measure of 4-4. Four, four. Yeah, and it definitely switches. It doesn't stay <laughs> consistent, yeah, which is, which is also really part of that. It. Well, and, and they've talked about that, too, on the show. And, and I definitely have, have experienced that myself when listening to, you know, the, the classic boss themes is there's that... It kind of throws you off when you can't keep track of it rhythmically. And yeah. so that gives you that feeling that, of course, a boss should, which is tension and, yeah, exactly. and confusion. Yeah. And, you know, like you're like, oh, God, here we go. Uh, yeah. You know? So it definitely does that. I was going to say another classic boss theme trope is actually organ. And, of course, here there's organ-ish, yeah. you know, FM organ. Uh, and the sort of too. running around, like those yeah. runs Constant arps and all that. Arps for days on this soundtrack as well, for sure. Grooves, yeah. arps, melody, you know, classic VGM for sure. All that good stuff. Yeah. Well, that was awesome. Let's go ahead and move right along. So now we're into stage two one. As I was saying, there's sort of a breakdown in how the stages uh, work, but we're basically after the first area. So stage two one, which is also known as the cave.
Very cool track. What a groovy boy that one is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It almost like it gives me like a tango vibe. Definitely a Latin feel as yeah. far as just the way the the. the I think it'd be considered a samba. Yeah, maybe a samba. Yeah, that's a good call. But um, I, I'm, I'm not knowledgeable in, in in Latin styles of music. But <laughs> the point is, it has that upbeat. You know, the the yeah. bass line going down and then up and then down up. And yeah, my favorite part of that is that the arpeggios actually follow, you know, when the bass changes in those kind of awkward, like upbeat times. Yeah. It follows that. Very, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And then, of course, the snare happening late is that great feel. One, two, three, one, two, three. Which, again, just enhances that feel. I was going to say, too, that bass tone, is that like a, it almost sounds like a tuba? Yeah, yeah. They went for like the big old fatty tuba tone. Yeah, exactly. Which is which is kind of unique for this score. Definitely most of it is like more traditional. I mean, I, at least like electric bass, you know, slap bass, that kind of thing. Obviously, standard FM bass in general. It, it does a good job, like, giving you the feeling that you're in a cave, I yeah. think. You know, a very groovy yeah, cave. Yeah, very groovy cave, for sure. We're, da- we're, we're jingle jangle dancing, <laughs> dancing with in the, the bats. cave. Yeah. All right, so up next, we're actually jumping quite a bit ahead to stage 3-2, which is actually the river boss. So that's a little confusing, but basically there's a boss that is, is the only thing in that stage. You get there, you fight the boss, and then you go to the next area. And with this one, I think we would consider the equivalent of our track of the week. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Track of the week for sure. Cause it is definitely, I mean, you know, there's ugh, to be honest, almost all this score is absolutely amazing, but this one stands out as far as like, you know, both of us always think of it fondly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, the, the visuals are also really amazing. If you actually watch the playthrough of this game and get to this part of it, um, or play the game for that matter, uh, if you can get this far, because again, really hard, um, really, really cool looking area. So anyway, enjoy. that one <laughs> it, it just has everything yeah. in my opinion yeah. you yeah. know it the the baseline is so cool and so catchy and then all the different types of arpeggios and melodies that sort of pop in and out yeah. you know it's just it's very dreamy mm-hmm. and driving at the same time I, I love that track yeah absolutely there's a lot of um as you said things popping in and out it's actually really cool the way that the uh, arrangement is done you do have your primary melody and your bassline and stuff, but then everything else is kind of variable. But there is that that also that consistent two pulse channels 
harmonized arps thing, which is pretty standard for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just throwing that like, and again, it's background, but it's but it's like a solid foundation. It's like part of the rhythm section in a way. Right, it gives it that driving feeling. Yes, exactly. It's like this is constantly here happening, bringing you along, you know, through this fight. But talk about a groove for a boss fight. I mean, that's like you know, you're not you're not feeling hectic really there. You're just like, oh, okay, here we are. That's another reason this is such a unique song. Because most boss fights, like we were saying previously, are like some odd time, chaotic yeah. mess. And yeah. this is just like a, a very groovy, like um, like I said, driving and uplifting almost mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, totally. I feel that for sure. Right on. Well, let's move right along. Again, we're jumping ahead. We're now at stage 4-2, Battleship Boss. So another boss stage. Um, I don't even remember what this one sounds like, but I'm excited. Okay, now I'm embarrassed <laughs> because that was actually my second favorite uh, easily uh, of the entire soundtrack. I just don't remember it by name. My bad, guys. But yeah, absolutely incredible. Uh, God. I love the chaos. You know, like <laughs> speaking of, yeah, I mean, it's got that run that's always there. Yeah. I remember trying to transcribe that. Right. We tried to slow it down and yep. figure like, what is happening yep. here? Yeah. There's like an extra note that you don't expect. <laughs> Flam into a six-tuplet yeah. arpeggio. Yeah, actually, I did try to transcribe this whole song, but it was years ago, and before I even had the ability to separate channels and stuff like that, so it was definitely pretty haphazard, but I'd love to give it another go. I mean, this is something where, like, I would love to, like, try to perform this in, like, our video game cover band, but at the same time, how the heck would we even do that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Shrednobi might be able to, at some point, we, maybe we slow it down a little bit or something. <laughs> I, I don't I'm going to have to two-hand those arps and, and pray. What? <laughs> <laughs> I I love that the melody that comes in. It's like there's two. There's like one that's ascending and one that's descending. Yeah, and they cross paths. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then the other yeah. one goes by. That stuff. That kind of stuff is so cool to me. Totally. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's you know, we're talking classical counterpoint, but obviously yeah, to a very... really extreme, progressive, you know, futuristic degree. Yes. One more time, shouting out Yoshinobu Hiraiwa, just an amazing composer. I think very underrated because he didn't really get to do too much, but absolutely what he did he nailed absolutely just killed so yeah hails to hawaii <laughs> uh let's just keep on a going uh we got the next uh jump ahead to stage five two guess what access tube boss <laughs> That's, That's a lot of bosses, huh? Well, yeah, three boss tracks in a row. There, I think I'm starting to remember now. I think the twos tend to be boss stages, which yeah, it's is like weird, a boss stage. It's, it's a different 
area. Like yeah. they, they make it visually look completely different. It's not like you just walk through a door and it's like, okay, here's the boss. It's like it goes to black and it goes up and then here's this whole different section. Oh crap, you're you're in a boss right away. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, correct me if I'm wrong, but that battleship one was that the one that you actually have to climb up the yeah. building? Yeah. yeah. So that one's crazy because oh yeah, one other thing we we didn't talk about as far as the gameplay, you actually have like a kind of a jetpack thing that yeah. that you know you have a, a what do you call it? It overheats, so you can only use it for like a second or something. But basically, this whole area you have to actually climb up onto different platforms that are ascending up this this building. So imagine that with this music, like it's a really cool. Um, you know, connection between the two. Yeah, that that song we didn't actually choose to play it because it's it's kind of redundant, but it is really nice. Um, we just we, like went through so we could get to some of the heavier hitting songs. You know. Oh wait, so you're saying that the the song I'm talking about is actually different than the one we just played? What yeah. was the one we just played then? Yeah, but the bo- that's the boss level area. Oh, when that's you after climb that. To the top that's when you get tower. to the top. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Right. Thank you for the clarification. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, there was something else I was going to say. Let's just move on. And if I think of it, I'll mention it then. Oh, I will see if you can guess what popular song this seems like it's a direct uh, interpretation of. Oh, yes. Fun challenge. Sound alike. Mm-hmm. Harmonized runs that are always happening around the whole song are just my favorite part. Yeah. But um, I don't know if anyone guessed it, but the the song that that sounds very similar to would be Synchronicity by The Police. <laughs> Came out well, in the 80s. I'll tell you what, though. If, if that was what I heard on the radio, I would be way more stoked. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely like the it's vibe got a is there. Lift, yeah, know? exactly. The vibe is there, but he just kind of was like, "Hmm, what would I do with this material?" You know? Yeah, he went, yeah. went, went, went absolutely ham. I mean, come on, those six tuplets runs like yeah. the police weren't doing that. Yeah, and the bass line is a little heavier sounding too. Yeah, exactly. And but I, I believe it's the same key, same signature, and all that kind of stuff too. Definitely so. similar groove for sure. Yeah. Well, a lot of those BGM composers of the '90s were huge fans yeah. of like different progressive bands of the '70s and '80s, like. The police is a big one. So oh yeah, absolutely. shout out to the police. <laughs> shout out to the police. There you go. <laughs> well, that's 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 the thing. Like, I'd love to pick the brains of a lot of these composers because there's so much obvious connections. I mean, some less obvious maybe than this, but like where it's like, okay, this really reminds me of X, Y, or Z, and it's like how how much was that just kind of in the air at that moment and how much was it like direct, you know, and and especially conscious versus unconscious kind of things. Like, obviously, you've got the Tim Fallens that you know 
obviously did amazing original work, but also even explained in interviews and stuff that he was hardcore influenced by X, Y, and Z, you know, so there's, there's a lot of that happening. And then to be honest, from, from my perspective, I think we've talked about this before, um, to the bros, but it's interesting because my, uh, uh, exposure to a lot of this music came from video games prior actually to the sources so for example one one thing that comes to my mind is like the the gallop that you know was all over ease um mm. uh yuzo Koshiro, and then of course other games use that gallop a lot i feel like i got to know that that rhythm long before i heard of iron maiden and then when i heard iron maiden i was like they're just playing video game music <laughs> you know yeah it took us a while to to not you know make that connection but like the proper way yeah is yeah. oldies to us would be like ranger x <laughs> you know <laughs> exactly and uh stuff like that so that's it, a cool song though yeah it's just a cool it's a cool thing to think about like the roots right we all have these roots and for us it's more video games but then those video game composers have their own roots and so we kind of all have these shared things that we appreciate in music that um you know can get used and even abused throughout the eras mm-hmm. and uh, even in our own original compositions they they crop up you know and it's like in a way it's like honoring that previous thing that you really loved you know it's not so much ripping off quote unquote as it is like hey remember how cool this is yeah <laughs> here it is again <laughs> yeah and it's just the arrangement and the sounds that you like we happen to really like the sound of the fm chip oh and, for sure you know all that good stuff so yeah Anyway, should we uh, move on to the next guy here? One last thing about FM really quick is also the cross-pollination between the chip for Genesis, for example, and the chips that were used in synthesizers of the time. Oh, yeah. So that's also kind of interesting because you've got pop music that actually has honestly almost like one-to-one sounds of some of the games of the time too. And furthermore, the game composers or implementers could literally transcribe or or whatever... uh, patch in that specific sound or as close as they could to it replicating it uh with the chip so yeah like you know your 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 digi ep uh kind of cheesy sound you know you hear in a lot of games and of course we're in a lot of um tracks of the day as well anyway i just wanted to clarify because i thought that was also yet another interesting connection between them so that said yes let us move on now uh where are we six one factory
Yeah, what a beautiful composition that one yeah. is. I think that's definitely one of the more epic feeling exactly. ones. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Especially during that last section where it's just climbing constantly, which almost right. has kind of a Castlevania vibe to it, doesn't I it? I know. I'm getting sort of a Baroque, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, sort of a, a Castlevania vibe. Classically inspired. But kind of leading into it, it's almost like I'm getting like this romantic, like almost Western vibe, mm. you know, like mm. the meow. Yeah, yeah. Like Speaking of which, I was going to say, it's funny because you literally replicated it with meow. I was going to say, is that not a meow synth if you've ever heard it's one? It's a meow synth, That man. patch is absolutely a meow synth. I would, I would love to actually use that and play it's around because like, it's, it's got such a cool meow, sound. Meow, yeah, meow. yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, you're right. That definitely has that vibe too. But the, the one thing about this one that's funny to me is like the bass tone i don't even know if it's bass but it's just like these weird it's just like this funky sound that like is very my whole thing is it's just not very clear what's happening there it almost sounds like this low frequency barrel is like tumbling down a hill yeah let's start in the beginning of the song they put that in there yeah yeah it's interesting that you know there's always like the format of like okay this is drums this is bass it's almost like a rock format you know Mm -hmm. since but then I like how this composer will sort of break out of that. Yeah. And all of a sudden you have no idea. You, you can't really, you know, put an instrument to True. what's happening. It's just these sounds that are kind of hitting. More and, ambiguous, which is yeah. actually cool in its own way. The last thing I was going to say was back to that uh, epic, you know, lift section uh, toward the end is I love the tom work on that. Yeah. Carl will definitely get a <laughs> kick out of that because it's literally, it's, it's very accurate to real drumming. You know, he's not hitting a tom with a snare necessarily. He's not hitting like cymbals along with. It's, it's literally a tom beat. Yeah. So the toms are the ones doing the work and then the snare goes in between and there's even little like roughs thrown in and stuff too it's very very tastefully done um and again with the panning and all that it's just it's just uh it adds a lot yes very soulful track yes (laughs) okay well we're getting pretty close to the end here actually um let's go ahead and jump into six two which is also called command center That has to win for the best coming back to the loop, right? Yeah. The very end, the last thing, which is all the unisons, you know, like everything is just so perfect. Yeah, and then it goes right back into chill mode, but it doesn't yeah. feel like an awkward, oh, shoot, we're going from high dynamic to low dynamic. Like the way he did it was so, so tasty. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I just have to point out that this game probably has the best version of 
guitar, like electric yeah. guitar yep. sound yep. on the FM synth. Yep. You know, when it comes in, it's almost like, man, I wish my guitar just sounded like that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Yeah, we were trying to find out more information about, you know, kind of who did what and if there was an implementer involved. We're just going to give Haraiwa the credit. Um, we yeah. don't know if there was somebody else. Obviously, let us know uh, through the Discord or whatnot. But yeah. <laughs> So far, we're just giving him all the credit because he's awesome. At the very least, whatever he did to get them, you know, let's say mock-ups in order for them to do it, obviously must have been awesome for them to... uh, Can you imagine? He just like played that all like on live instruments. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, I want to hear those demos. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, especially those ARPs. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. Oh, man, this is great. Uh, I realized uh, we don't have a playout yet, so we'll probably have to decide that. But right now we're going to go into the last track of our list, which is the final Final boss. Biotech monster. Yes. Which, of course, as you can imagine, again, epic. Here we go. So cool. Yeah. So I was going to say, I forgot for the last track prior to this and this one um, is definitely giving that vibe to kind of fitting for the spooky season, don't you think? Oh, yeah. 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 Very spooky. <laughs> yeah, it's got yeah. that that odd creepiness, which actually the game has some creepiness, too. Yeah. The boss looks like a giant Dracula type mech. Yeah. It's like a bird mech with uh, like some dark kind of feathery looking stuff come off of it, coming off of it. Very cool. Yeah, I love the, you know, once again, we have the toms yeah. sort of doing a lot of the work, displaying what yes. the rhythm is. And then you, there's got, there's always this awesome um, harmonized run. Mm-hmm. You know, the harmonized run is already sort of there, taking up a lot of the space, but it just keeps you sort of in it and very interested in, like, what's coming next. Yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah. It keeps the energy that. up for sure. Yeah, exactly. As well. Yeah. Um, the toms actually in the last three tracks so i had mentioned it two tracks ago but literally the last track and this one same thing totally just like all over the place but giving you that i, I guess you could say kind of a tribal feel in a way yeah but yeah again it's that energy tribal just that constant mech. movement yes how interesting i know exactly <laughs> well and the environments make me think of that too because you've got the cave and the desert and all these kind of like really right. natural and actually beautiful the river beautiful environments and then you've got that superimposed with these just apparently enormous mechs and you know blasting and fighting each other and whatnot 
So yeah. yeah, and also while we were listening to that, I realized that the perfect closer would actually be, of course, the ending theme. Oh, so the we'll go theme. ahead and do that when we're ready. But yeah, up until then, I wanted to just say thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, this was kind of an interesting and new experience for uh, these bros rather than yes. the pro bros who have been doing it for years and years and years. It's our first ever podcast. Yes. Of any type. Of, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did a little guest intro thing one time with Antler, which was actually great. Right. But I mean, as the yeah. bro, as these bros. These, these bros, and then actually a full blown episode. It has been quite fun. Um, obviously, you know, uh, anybody who's a fan of the the podcast and listens to it regularly already know, but for those who don't, the Marcado Bros are all over the place. You can find them on Bandcamp. You can find them on Twitter. You can find their own website. I think it's just supermarcadobros.com. Um, and, you know, where they have an archive of these episodes as well as um, uh, links to all of the rest of their stuff. Um, definitely check out their original stuff, which is awesome. And then, of course... Um, you know tribute stuff that they do that's great i just i just want to shout them out because i think they're awesome and, and I, I love what they do and then we both have Woo! yeah we both have vgm cover bands that are actually really really fun and we got to play at vgm con last year and fingers crossed this year uh, n- i'm sorry it was this year and fingers crossed next year as well uh we'll see how time goes and carl uh congratulations on your baby i am so excited for you for that baby brugeman yeah um and i guess that's it i just wanted to give some shout outs because why not uh you can check us out um i'm modal module on most things so again twitter Bandcamp. uh my bro is captain shred uh but that is how is that spelled c-a-p-t underscore shred yes. for instagram and and uh, twitter and stuff like that yeah and then um we, we also go by shred Nobi, uh which is our vgm band yes which um, we probably will do some Ranger X arrangements at some point. Have to. Yeah. It's just um, it's just too fun. Yeah, so. exactly. But meanwhile, we have some Shinobi 3 stuff and we have some other stuff in the works that yes, should be do. coming out very, very soon. But anyway, thank Shameless you guys. Shameless plug. Yes. Well, I mean, <laughs> we might as well, right? We're here. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Ranger X, uh, plug for Ranger X. And uh, again, Yoshinobu Hiraiwa, who is awesome. Uh, we love you. Hope, hope you can uh, hear this and... Let us know that you that you've received our love. <laughs> Hiraiwa for president. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we'll leave it at that. We're gonna play out with the ending theme. We hope you guys enjoy yourselves. Have a good couple of weeks until the next time. And I'm sure you'll be hearing from the bros then. The the other bros. The the, the bros act- that are not us bros. The the, the actual bros. <laughs> yeah, we're not real. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> no, we are. Um <laughs> all right. Have a good one. Thank you very much.